and welcome into a, another episode of the West Life Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. As always, we are sponsored by West Ashfield, the best place to watch a game live and loud, and you can do that on Sunday afternoon when we play the Dragons. If you're not heading to the footy at uh, Combank Stadium like uh, uh, Rob, uh, Rob and I and... Uh, oh, and with Gussie in the uh, in the box, and as sorry, I forgot about as who uh, might be joining us later in the sh- show. All three of us looking forward to joining you at the game on Sunday, Gussie. And also, we are sponsored by MG Pump Solutions. And also, a reminder to give us a follow on our socials at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, support and take part in the show. Patreon.com forward slash Westlife. And our YouTube channel can see plenty of people. We've caught you off guard tonight, guys. Sorry, on a Wednesday night, uh, we had to move the, the show forward. Um, yeah, because we couldn't do the show Thursday night this week. So we appreciate you guys coming in and we apologize. I'm sure there's going to be people waking up tomorrow or tuning in at 8.30 tomorrow night and thinking, wondering where we are. But um, yeah, thank you giving us a night early. You can, you can enjoy the footy in, in peace tomorrow night it's been it's a pretty good game tomorrow night on uh yeah that the west tigers aren't involved with and i'll bring in my uh regular co-host in rob Bashara. um might ask patty if you can i guess my guess my guess tonight patty maybe you at mount panorama there's um a lot of a lot of car noise yeah, look, I might as well be, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, um, yeah I can hear, hear a lot of cars going past. I'll go, I'll go to you first, yeah. Rob. How are you on this Wednesday evening? How, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, mate. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, looking forward to doing this show, as usual. Yeah, plenty, plenty to talk about tonight. Um, yeah, as we move along into the second last round of the year. Um, yeah, all right, Paddy, I'll bring bring you in if you if yeah, if you want to uh, talk in between the uh, the speedway you got in the background there. Uh, yeah, how, how, have you, how how have you been lately, mate? Especially we got you on tonight to talk a little bit of Noffa, but the West Tigers season yeah, look, to be honest, uh, everything apart from the Tigers at the moment, uh, life's been pretty good. But, um, yeah, if we're talking solely about the team, my football team, then uh, it could be better. When you, your favourite player's been released to uh, to join a different club and you're rock bottom on the table and you've just had 72 points put on you, it's, uh, it's a tough life at the moment. Yeah, definitely. We'll talk a bit of an offer. Talk a bit of an offer. I might mute you there for a little bit, Paddy. Is, um yeah, a little bit of traffic. I'll come back to you uh, in just a sec. I'll go through the low grades uh, first. So New South Wales Cup, 7.30 Sunday at Leichhardt Oval. Uh, they, the guys are playing uh, against the Dragons. A bit weird. This is according to the NRL, New South Wales RL app. Um, so the Jersey Fleet guys are playing 7.30 Saturday. The New South Wales Cup guys are playing 7.30 Sunday, both at Leichhardt Oval, both against the Dragons. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. That's what the app says. Rob, is that weird? Why? Like, why wouldn't they play them 
back to back. There must be some sort of reason, but they're playing them both at Leichhardt Oval, back to back nights at the same time. I have I have no idea, Josh. Yeah, it's I really weird. don't have any idea why it's on separate nights. But what you're saying makes sense. Uh, but there, there has to be a logistical reason why there must be another function there or another yeah. another sport another sport using the venue or something like that. I really got no idea. Well, it can't be because they're both using it. <laughs> it's 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 weird. It's both at the same yeah. it's both at the same venue. It's it's, it's odd. Yeah. It might it must ha- I must be a typo. So if that's incorrect, <laughs> and um, I apologise. I was just purely going off the uh, New South Wales RL website and of course our New South Wales women. Um, other reigning premiers and yeah good to see the girls in the nrlw go around last week as their season's rolling in um the tables so we said it on uh monday night show but um yeah the magpies are in second last in cup but it's a big game this week against the dragons as you'll see if you're watching on the screen now the dragons so it's a top five finals in uh, Jersey flag, and we're sitting in third spot on 30 points. The Dragons are uh, on 28 points, as are the Panthers. The Panthers are the buyer, so the Panthers will um, move up the 30. They'll jump us if we lose. So we, and you get a second chance um, if you come second or third, and first gets a week off. So Roosters or Knights will get the week off, and then if we win this week, then we get two bites of the cherry. So um, and the Dragons could well, uh, yeah, I guess they can move. They can't technically, they could move up to fourth. So they're playing to move up to fourth. So, yeah, it's a, a big game for the Jersey Fleet boys this weekend. So good luck to them, fingers crossed. They get a win. Righto, on to the news. Sorry to start with this one, Rob, but our old mate, Justin Pascoe, he, uh, his interview on uh when was it was it monday morning no tuesday uh, morning uh, yeah yeah uh, yesterday morning on uh, yeah. sen 1170 with maddie white yeah so he had a um yeah check out maddie white's you can check it out as a podcast i had to listen back to it after i saw rob tweeting about it so a little bit of uh what he said on there he said when you're not having on-field success of course you are going to feel the pressure uh, we believe that we engage with the fans, whether we engage enough. We are always working on that every single day. Our fans are the livelihood and lifeblood of our organization. Our aim is to always make them proud to be associated with our football club. 400,000 people identify with the brand, so we get a lot of punches and take a lot of hits. We are all doing what's in the best interest of the club. The on-field results haven't been there, and we acknowledge that and take a lot of responsibility for that. We have made a lot of change to the club uh we have made a lot of changes to make the club successful, not just in the short term, but to make some sustainable success. That comes after we lost by 66 points on the weekend. And Rob, it sounds pretty, to me, pretty similar to what he's, yeah, that's, it's almost uh, copy and paste from previous weeks. Watch the penultimate round of the season when West Tigers host the Dragons at Combank Stadium this Sunday, the 28th of August from 2pm. And the best place to watch it, apart from being at the ground, is at West Ashfield, where they will be showcasing the game live and loud on their large screen screens in the lounge and sports bar. Show your stripes from the home of West Tigers, West Ashfield, 115 Liverpool Road, Ashfield. 
and you can become a member from just $3 to take advantage of their great offers across their three venues, West Ashfield, West Sports Croydon, and the Markets Club. For more information, visit westashfield.com.au or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at West Ashfield. Yeah, pretty much. He also added to that, Josh, that um, he takes full accountability and that the buck stops with him. Look, I mean, I'm not denying he's not trying his best. I, I just put it in a way that they're not doing their, like their best isn't good enough. Uh, in terms of the fan thing, they look after their fans. I'm kind of glad that, you know, we had the running that we did earlier this year because there was a clear disconnect between if you were a member and if you were a fan. If you were a member and you were paying your money, they wanted to hear from you. If you are a fan, they didn't want to hear from you. I notice now all the time they use the word fans, which is good. So I'm glad they're kind of included. <laughs> I'm, I, well, I'm glad they're inclusive that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're I, wonder if, not, I wonder if that's because of us. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, about about being inclusive with everyone. I mean, like they've banned they've banned everyone from coming on this show. So, you know, we, we've had the odd person in the media department there who's been really nice and you know let let the girls on or something like that. But but we're we're absolutely hated by them. But I don't really care about that. My my issue with him, he says he takes accountability and the buck stops with him, like. Last year, they got rid of Adam Hardigan, so football director. Uh, they got rid of the two uh, coaches that were previously with Madge. Now we're going to get rid of three coaches, assistant coaches. We're going to get rid of Kamali. Uh, we're going to get rid of Gardner. We're going to get rid of Kalis. Uh, we apparently got rid of the medical staff. We're getting rid of the high-performance team. It's just always blaming other people. Man, whether that's the right thing or the wrong thing to do doesn't matter. But if you're taking accountability, you step down. Like if you if you see in the AFL news and, and certain AFL clubs there, the front office there when they say they take accountability, they resign from their post. So it's it, you, you're not really taking accountability just by saying you take accountability. That that doesn't make it better. So I, I reject the fact that he says he takes accountability. I know he's trying his best. I'm not denying that, but his best is rubbish, and he's overseen everything for seven years. So look, good on him for going on the show and and having his say, but. You know, I could even hear in Maddie White's voice and then, the, the you know, a few phone calls I listened to afterwards. I, I couldn't be bothered ringing up because I was losing my shit listening to it. I just thought, I can't believe he's trotting out the same old stuff. Um, but, yeah, he's just, look, he, he faced the music, which I, I respect that part of it. But as to what he had to say and what he continues to say, I, I just, you know, we've been sold the same story for seven years. I'm not buying it. Uh, Paddy, it's good to get a fresh opinion uh, on management, I, I honestly don't know what your opinion is, so I'm interested to hear now. So obviously, uh, yeah, there's only so much that, um, yeah, Justin Pascoe kind of goes around in circles, and um, yeah, and Rob, we, we've been obviously critical of him, uh, yeah, the whole for a while now. Paddy, what's your What's your feelings towards West Tigers management at the moment? Where do you stand? Uh, I mean, purely from a um, from just a fan who really doesn't um, pay too much attention to what's going on behind the scenes of the club. Obviously, um, something's not not going right. Something's not working. Um, you know, you, you, the statement that he's released, you kind of as um, as Rob was just saying, it's just copy and paste to what we we seem to be hearing all the time and. Um, while it is nice to hear him take accountability, you, I would rather see some form of change rather than hear about it. 
And as long as the on-field performances continue to stay the same, I don't think that um, anyone's really going to sympathise with him. Yep. Yeah, well said. Uh, righto, we'll move on. Um, righto. So, a little, not a tiny little tidbit that came out of nothing. I don't think anything will come from it, but um, Andrew Fafita is uh, not being offered a contract from the Sharks next year. And someone asked him about the West Tigers because no matter what news story happens in the NRL, it always, for some reason, leads back to the West Tigers. Um, so Fafita said, I see Sheenzy's back, so it might be a reunion. He said this kind of jokingly. Uh, it would be nice. I wouldn't throw that uh, out the window. They haven't made the semi since I've left. He, he kind of said that, he said, which is a cheeky little shot. He was only kind of... Uh, yeah, I... These things in words can sound worse than they are. If you actually watch it, he's kind of just been, um, yeah, he's not he's not saying these aggressively or anything. So if I go one more year, I'm not there to win your comp. I'm there to help grow the club, the team, grow the young ones and help them get there. I'm the guy who comes off the bench and flies into people for 10, 20 or 30 minutes and do a job. It's all about giving back. Um, Rob, Andrew Feeder. It's ironic that he mentions Sheenzy there because wasn't it Sheenzy that wanted him gone in the first place? Yeah, well, th- this is the thing. Like, everyone seems to forget why we got rid of Tim Sheens. So, basically, you know, we, we saw what Andrew Fafita did in the 2016 Grand Final. He was the best player on the field. Uh, he would have won He would have won the man of the match if not for, I think he was uh, had some riding on his wrist that year, you know, uh, in in relation to a friend who was in jail or something like that, so it's quite quite controversial. That's the only reason he never got it. But we had to give him away. It was like we're offloading Bryce Gibbs. The Cronulla didn't want him, and we gave Andrew Fafita away. A- a- in mm. lieu of what? Like, what did we keep? Matt Grote. I mean, this, this, this is not, yeah. This I'm saying. This is this is Tim Sheens at his worst, and and I'm supposed to pin my faith in Tim Sheens. I, I don't know if people realise, you know, like this guy was a beast. Um, and even the way he used him, you know, in the, in the latter part of his Tigers career before he went to Cronulla, he just wasn't being utilised properly. And he was the most damaging forward at the time. So, yeah, look, I mean, would he come back? I mean, I don't think our club would let him back based on the fact that he, he took a shot once and said, oh, you know, there are two dressing rooms of the Tigers in relation to the fact that there were two factions of the player group. But unfortunately, given how our pack's going, and he did score a pretty decent try against South the other week, um, you know, he'd probably make the 17, which is an indictment on our club at the moment. Uh, so, mm. look, if he if he was, you know, if the club, mate, they're, they're walking him back, Aaron Woods, by the sounds of it, they're bringing back the whole 2005 crew. So, you know, I don't know, why not? Like, it's, it's not the greatest signing in the world, but, you know, he it's got to help, I suppose, to a degree. But he's definitely playing busted. Like you can see, he's injured, but he but he's still putting out yeah. some good minutes. What are your thoughts, Patty? Would you have Andrew Fafita at the West Tigers for a year? Um, I don't think it's the would be the worst thing in the world if Andrew came back to the club um, next season. Obviously, he's he's in some good form at the moment for Cronulla. Whether or not that's just because he's playing for a contract or not. Um, but um, I mean, look, we've got a lot of young forwards at the club um, at the moment, and I think an older head, especially if we lose time out. Uh, could be really useful around some of those younger guys like uh, Matamua and Steph. And um, look, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, I, 
as he kind of says in his quote, he only needs to play uh, that kind of bit of spark off the bench sort of role. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if Sheenzy wants to mend the bridge with him, I can't imagine. At the end of the day, for me, it's always about the money as well. And also the roster spot. Would he take a roster spot uh, of a young kid coming through? Probably not. We've got a lot of roster spots to fill. So, yeah. I, I think yeah. he's mellowed a lot too, Josh, because I even heard yeah. today that apparently Craig Fitzgibbon offered him the starting prop role for this weekend's game, uh, just as a tribute to him. And he said, no, mate, he goes, I know my role in the team. Hunt and Hamlin, you early should be starting. So there's no ego about him anymore as there used to be. I mean, I mean I'm sure he's got a little bit of ego, but not the, he, mm. he's not that brat that he used to be. So, look, yeah. it, it could. unfortunately for us, mate, there's who can't we not take? Like, literally, what player out there is worse than what we've got in certain positions? So, and then if we're getting tailed up by 66 points, are we going to be able to spend our cap? So, you know, we might be stuck with getting players of his sort of, you know, standard, you know, the, yeah. right at the back end of his career, which isn't ideal. But, you know, one year, it'll, it'll definitely be a depth signing. So, yeah, it couldn't, I don't think it's too bad myself. Uh, a bit of a news story. So, the I think this is the Sydney Morning Herald. Leichhardt Oval has been cleared to host the last game of the season. I honest, I didn't think, didn't even know I was in doubt. To be honest, I thought they just block off the uh, the section that crumbled uh, the other day. And I do know that they checked every check, checked it all out. So, the other the article was about whether or not people fans are even going to go. But um, yeah, I. I think if it's if it's good weather, I think us West Tigers fans love a uh, a Leichhardt Oval Sunday afternoon, even if the season is done. I think we'll at least get ten thousand plus there. Paddy, you're going to head to the last game of the year. Yeah, I'll I'll be there at Leichhardt for sure. Me and my mate bought uh, Leichhardt memberships at the start of the year, and then I had COVID for the first game against the Bulldogs, so I haven't got my money's worth yet. So I'm definitely going to have to uh, to get there for this, uh, that that game next Sunday. That's what sucks with the membership, hey, when you're sick or you can't make a game and it can't like, especially with Leichhardt, you only get three. So you basically lost 33% of your um, your membership there. So, yeah, it is annoying. I, I really wish the club would do a, a buyback scheme with the tickets. Um, Rob, are you going to go to Leichhardt? I can't see you missing a Leichhardt game, surely. Uh, depends, depends how we go on Sunday, mate. I'll be with you on Sunday. Uh, I, I look Canberra. It's all going to depend on on the on the table as well. Like if if we yeah. if we lose to St George, and uh, the Gold Coast beat Newcastle this week, which is a reasonable chance, then winning won't be a difference. Plus, I think Canberra are going to be pretty desperate uh, to get a win because mm-hmm. they'll most likely be playing for that top eight spot. So again, it, it could get really ugly. So look, I mean, I'll, I'll you know if the weather's good and I got nothing else on, you know, I'll probably go, but. You know, they're, they're not exactly giving you incentive to go watch them the way they're playing at the moment. No. it. Um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be like a funeral sort of atmosphere, but uh, I'll be there. Uh, just for a funny thing, it popped up my Facebook memories today. Uh, nine years ago, Paddy, you would have been about, what, eight years old, 2013? Jeez, uh, give, me, give me something. Eight years old, you reckon? <laughs> 
How old were you in 2013, Paddy? I, I would have been 14 when Luke Brooks debuted. 14, okay. Yeah. So Luke Brooks' debut nine years ago today. I, memory came up. I was at the SCG and we uh, saw this young kid come on. Were you at this game, Roberto? Yeah, I was. And uh, I, I was shocked for a couple of reasons. One, how well he played that day. And, you know, Benji just kind of looked like he zoned out of rugby league that year in his running game. And we moved him to the centres and, and Benji had a great game in the centres. Like he kind of mm-hmm. rediscovered his running game. So, no, I remember it clearly. So, it was, yeah, it was a great game. I think we mm-hmm. we had to get uh, exemptions for Luke Brooks that day. And we also got exemption an exemption for Nathan Brown, who's now with Parramatta, uh, soon to be with Canterbury. So, they made mm-hmm. their debuts that day. And Brayton Astor was 5'8", I believe. And I've blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> As most of us do. Righto. Uh, the man that we got Paddy uh, on for. So uh, for those who don't remember Tiger Town last year, Paddy, of course, is the famous uh, Nofalumit tattoo uh, wearer, I guess you'd call it. Um, yeah, no no one loves David Nofalumit more than you, Paddy. So I wanted to get you on just to get your thoughts on... Um, What's what's it like watching Nofa in a Melbourne Storm jersey for you? Um, look, the first the first time he ran out in the Storm jersey, it was uh, it was really weird. It would kind of took a little bit of getting used to. Uh, I've kind of just been telling myself that he's only on loan and he's coming back, and that's like the only thing that's uh, keeping it together for me at the moment. But um, look, I'm really happy for him. Like as 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 a player, I think um, he deserves to have some success in his rugby league career. I think he's he's put in a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears into the Tigers. And if he can do the same for Melbourne, and then you know maybe win a comp while he's there this year, then you know I'll I'll, I'll be the happiest happiest bloke for him. Moon dog question. Uh, your heart probably says yes, but what does your head say? Do you think do you think he's playing for the West Tigers round one next year? Oh, yeah, my heart and head say two different things. <laughs> um, look, I mean, he's contracted to the Tigers. I think, I think if he if he really goes and kills it for the rest of the year, which he's been doing in the last couple of weeks, then the, I think Tim Sheens would be would be stupid not to have him in in his in his side next season. Um, so I think it would come down to what the Tigers want to do with him, and if they let him leave his contract early, and you know what, the the form that the Tigers have been in with their decision making recently, um, I wouldn't be surprised. So. Um, but look, if he's if he's really enjoying it at Melbourne and he wants to stay, then I don't think um, the Tigers are going to get in his way. To be honest, why? What would be the reason we let him go? Because he's been one of our better players, uh, maybe not consistently, but I mean it's not a high bar for the West Tigers the last few years. But he's definitely been um, one of the better players week in week out, in my opinion. Why? Why would we let a good player go? Like just on loan, or if we were to let him go permanently, just as in, yeah, if, if let to let him leave on loan, like, well, uh, Justin Pascoe said in that interview that it was just to give him some run in first grade. There was no salary cap benefit, which I found completely weird uh, because, yeah, it's that 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 just baffled me. That I, I surely Tim Sheens has some sort of reason uh, for Nofa financially. To yeah, get a, get a bit of money in the cap to play with and front end deals. 
the fact that Justin Pascoe said it was too late to do anything with his salary kind of worried me. But um, yeah, but back to you, Paddy. Uh, yeah, if we if we let him go, like, why would we let a good player go? And as Rob said before, like we're more, we're struggling to convince people to come to the club. Why would we let a good player like Noffa go? Yeah, look, you would have to think that we're getting some financial benefit out of out of this situation. Um, like some reports have said that there's been some off-field issues with Noffa um, in regards to um, like his attitude and um, I mean, training and stuff like that. I don't know if I believe it or not. I'd, I'd choose not to. But um, um, so whether they're whether they're just trying to you know give him the opportunity to to learn under Bellamy and maybe fix up a few off-field things that he might be struggling with at the Tigers. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, when you look at the side that we ran out on the weekend and they get, yeah, 72 points put on them and you think, mm. you know, a guy like Noffa wouldn't hurt to have him. He wouldn't have changed the result. And we probably still would have had 60 put on us. But, like, you'd think the good players that we do have at the club, we'd want to keep there. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people talk about his salary, 500K, which is a lot for a winger, but... We've got plenty of cash. It's not like we're strung up for cash in the moment. Rob, I'll, I'll throw it to you. What's your thoughts um, on Noffa? Would you like, firstly, do, would you like him to be with us next year? And secondly, do you think he will be? I'd, I'd like him to be with us. I, I'm not sure for a couple of reasons. I hate to break Paddy's heart, but the rumours are definitely true. Um I've actually heard from you know someone within the club saying if it was up to him, he would have ripped his contract up. So he's definitely been misbehaving in terms of his off-field stuff. As I said previously on other episodes, in terms of his rehabilitation, his professionalism, uh, not showing up to captain's run. And he's not the only one that hasn't showed up to captain's runs. James Roberts is another one there. So my, my thing is, though, let's just say the Tigers were trying to shop him around. Are, are Melbourne going to pay 500 k for him? I, I highly doubt it. So again, if we lose him, we're probably going to be chipping in 200 or, or you know 150k for him to play elsewhere because he'd be in our team every week, even on his form. Like his form mm. was good. He was just dropped for disciplinary reasons. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I just think the club was trying to, you know, obviously save some money on the salary cap, which you're doing, and as they've done with Oliver Gildart, and you know they've offloaded McKayley earlier in the year and. So I, I get all from the salary cap point of view, I've got no issue with it whatsoever. And but the fact is he's on the outer at the club because he wasn't even on an extended bench for us when we were naming teams. So we we clearly have just said, you know, straighten yourself up. Uh, I don't know if they want him back, but look, if they do want him back, maybe they think this is just a good kick in the pants to get his attitude right and he comes back. With you know, and, and he's professional off the field as well as on the field because on the field, I think he gives it his all. I, I really think he's so important to mm. us. Yeah, he catches the ball on the full, he, he, he makes some really good running meters, he, he gets our sets going forward. So, yeah, I, I think he's a, a, a good player to have. But I guess with the reports from Benji about you know, we want to play fast, we want to have speed and all that sort of stuff. I mean, Noffa's not your speedy winger or your tall athletic winger, so. You know, maybe he doesn't fit the type of player we want. It's, it's. I'm really not sure where, where he's going to be next year, but I'm glad to see him really doing well at Melbourne. Paddy, what do you think to kind of go on what Rob's saying there? What, in your uh, 
it's obviously going to be a bit of a biased opinion, but what does Noffa bring on the field um, that a lot of wingers don't? Positive. Um, yeah, look, I mean, obviously, I, I rate him really highly as a as a footballer. I think it's it's tough on the wing to do what Noffa can do, and that's bring bring a lot of energy and be a voice for the team. Um, you know, but you put you put aside, you know, the, the run meters, the tries that he scores. Um, just having a guy like that in the side who can bring, you know, a bit of energy on the field and, you know, it can be the larrikin at training and add a little bit of a vibe to the team. I think that's really important, especially um, if you're not going so well, which the Tigers are at the moment, it's good to have those characters in the side. Do you think maybe you say he's a bit of a larrikin? Could this year, because a lot of his mates who he's been around, they're letting a lot of players are going out of the squad and new players coming in. So, and you didn't really see him on social media hanging out with players kind of like you used to as well. Could Do you think maybe if he is that sort of personality, Paddy, maybe, yeah, the fact that he's getting a little bit older and there's new kids kind of coming in, he might be a little bit less motivated, may feel a little bit on the outer within the playing group. Yeah, I mean, possibly. I think, um, I mean, you, you look at the way he's sort of fitted into this Melbourne side and some of the videos that have kind of mm. circulated on social media of him, like, mm. you know, dancing in the sheds and, you know, celebrating with his teammates. And I think he's fit in there really well. And I don't think it really matters what playing group you put him into. I just think he's that kind of character that, you know, he'll be able to bring something no matter where he is. And do you think he, he can turn it around? If he come, comes back to the club, do you think, being at the storm and seeing their system, do you think this will make him want to leave, or do you think he might come back with kind of a um, a fresh attitude if he comes back next year? Oh yeah, in in an ideal world, he he you know he learns everything he possibly can from the storm system while he's there, and he brings it all back to the Tigers next season. Um, you know, a big if though. Um, you know, I don't obviously I don't know him that well off the field and. You know, where his motivation is going to be at the start of next year, um, I don't know. But, you know, if he can learn as much as he can at Melbourne and, you know, whatever he can bring back to the Tigers if he comes back here, it's all going to be a big a big plus. Rob, just to um, put a pin on the, the, the Noffa chat, if we don't have Noffa next year, who plays on the wing? Is it Naden, who we think is a centre? Like, is it... I, I okay. hope not. I, I hope who, not, and that's... Can, Oh well, I'd hope Junior Tupu and Ken Mamalo. That if, if mm. Noffa's not there, um, I just want to add in terms with that Noffa stuff. Don't forget he had these off-field indiscretions last year as well. So I kind of think he was a little bit on the outer with um, you know a lot of the group there. And when you consider that Madge named five captains at the start of the year, and he leaves out David Nofaluma, who was in his you know this year tenth year of first grade, our leading yeah. try scorer ever and putting guys that hadn't even been at the club before, like Peachy in the leadership group, I think that just shows you how, how much on the outer Noffa was. So I don't think this is just all developed this year. I think it's happened, you know, it stems from last year as well. So I'm not so sure if he's going to be back, guys. I mean, you'd be playing him in the, in the team every week, you know, if you're going on football ability. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, Rob, like we can't afford to let good players go. So I... 
Yeah. No, we well, don't. We, wanna... we, we want guys with the right attitude too, though. Like, yeah, I'm that's not, true. I, I'm, I love him, and I can say, I, I personally, I'd have him back. But if the powers that be there just say, you know, this guy's not learning, he's, you know, still doing the same stuff, he's going out drinking when he's meant to be rehabbing and, mm. you know, not like I say, he's not doing anything illegal, but he's just not being professional about what he's meant to do off-field. Then you know you got to you got to question it. The, the thing is though, I don't think it's affected his on-field performances. Like even if he's being a larrikin away, but it's just not a good example to set. So yeah. yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to see how that plays out. But the fact that Pasco said we're looking forward to him coming back next year, I, I kind of think to myself, mm. well, I think you might be telling a porky there. I think you're trying to offload him. <laughs> really. Uh, yeah, everything always leads back to Pasco. <laughs> <laughs> Buck stops with him. <laughs> uh, Paddy, are you read a question? Are you um, are you a gym goer? What's how would you describe your uh, your fitness routine? Um, I would describe my fitness routine as moderately active, but can't <laughs> lift weights to save my life. <laughs> okay, well. It's all. It's uh, there's a lot of people out there like that, and if you do want to learn uh, how to lift weights and yeah, to improve your fitness, feel free to come along to one of my Tiger Fit sessions uh, once Mad Monday hits on September 11 at Sydney Olympic Park. Same nights as the podcast Monday. Well, normally well, it's a Wednesday. It's ironic I'm saying that on a Wednesday night. Monday and Thursday uh, at Sydney Olympic Park. If you want to, um, it's very affordable to if you want to hit pricing and that sort of thing uh podcast at westlife.com or send us a dm if you want more info you don't have to be a tigers fan it's only a little marketing gimmick i came up with if you um you and a friend or yeah uh, a partner i've trained a lot of couples at the same time yeah especially leading into weddings and that sort of thing so come along uh enjoy some fitness i can't wait bit of uh i mean it was freezing this morning but a bit of warm weather uh, as a fitness trainer, the winter is just a nightmare. It's just cold early mornings uh, and evenings. Can't wait for the warm weather to come back. Uh, speaking of warm weather, Sunday is meant to be nice and sunny. Uh, I see Gussie in the uh, comments there. So we'll talk about the game that is incoming at Bank West on, on uh, sorry, Combank. Man, you think I would have. Gotten used to the new sponsor by now. Combank Stadium on uh, Sunday against the Dragons, 2 p.m. Uh, team list. So our back line, uh, Dane Laurie at fullback, Brent Naden and Junior Polgar comes back into the side on the wing. Stafford Toa and Kepa Owa in the centres. Adam Dwayne and Jock Madden still in the halves. Um, Rob, I'll go to you first uh, getting smashed by 66 and only one change in the back line look I think we're running out of troops like look we're not in the position to be we're not in a position to be dropping players um really the only you know major change there is junior Palga. so uh, and that I think that was forced because junior Tupu's injured so hmm. um, yeah look I, I you don't win games in the backs anyway. I mean, you know, you you win them in the forwards. So, and that that's where our problems have been. Paddy, last weekend aside, is there anyone uh, in our backline this year that's impressed you? Uh, is is there any positives from a player for you this year? 
Um, I've really enjoyed seeing uh, Asukapoa find his feet in the centres, um, especially in the last few weeks since since um, kind of getting a bit more consistency in first grade. I was excited to see him play um, play out this year in the centres, and obviously that um, sternum injury at the start of the year kind of delayed things. But I think he's um, he's been looking really dangerous with the ball in his hands um, and giving him a bit of you know early ball and opportunity to use his footwork to beat defenders. I think has been really positive for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a great athlete. It, um, yeah, not quite as many uh, drop balls and that sort of thing this year. He, uh, I, I'm not sure if he's in the starting side, uh, although they've just re-signed him for a couple of years, so they might have plan- be planning to to run with him uh, a little bit more. I mean, Stafford Toa, uh, Rob, man, I thought he was good uh, earlier in the year when we first first got him but yeah he's had he's had some shockers the last couple of weeks he's do you do you think he's lucky to be in first grade as you said purely because there's not really anyone coming behind and we've mentioned junior tupo he the club hasn't said he's injured but he's not named in cup or nrl so we can only assume that as well yeah um i think so was there just because we don't have great depth in the centres. I think he's actually a really good backup fullback. Uh, he's really safe under the high ball. Um, he had a, he had one really decent game on the wing earlier in the year. So I think sort of fullback and wing are his positions, even though he's not in Laurie's class of fullback. So I just think he's a good backup player. I, I don't mm. think he's the sort of guy that is really a starter, but he, he's good as a depth signing. Paddy, what's your thoughts on Jock Madden? Do you, do you think we should keep him around? I don't think he's shown enough to warrant a full-time halfback gig in the NRL. Um, but what are our options, really? It looks like they're going to persist with Jackson Hastings at lock next season. Um, if Luke Brooks is still on, on, the, um, on the roster, then he has to get game time somewhere. We can't pay him 900 nearly a million dollars a year to sit sit in reserve grade, so I don't really see where Jock Madden fits in. Uh, right, on to the forwards. Uh, our forward pack, Joe Offengawi and uh, Zane Musgrove. So Joff is back into the front row. Jake Simpkin is returning to first grade at the hooking, hooking role. Uh, Free Barn and Tuolagi in the back row. So uh, Garn, Luke Garner has probably has played his last game for the West Tigers. He's picked up an injury. New Brown, they're going to try him at lock. What are your thoughts on New at lock? Um, Rob, I'll go to you first. Oh, look, at least he can ball play. So that that's one hmm. advantage. Um, it's just, for me, it's a, a really light pack, especially having uh, Freebarn there in the second row. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned about you know, the size of the pack, but obviously it's it's a pretty mobile pack. Uh, I, I guess we'll just have to see how it goes on Sunday. Like as, as we said, I think we've got something like 14 or 16 players of the top 30 unavailable. So we're really, really struggling for numbers. So I think this is quite a desperate move. But what I am happy about is, look, I know Brown gives his all most of the time. So does Freebarn. Uh, Simkin will want to play. We've got a couple of guys on the bench that will want to play. I, I just... Didn't see enough effort last week against the Roosters. So I think just a few fresh faces, maybe, maybe that'll just change things up a little bit. I 
I'm hoping we see a brand new team. I, I hear St George have got some issues amongst their playing group. There's a bit of unrest there. So, mm. you know, it'd be nice if we could snag a win. But after what I've seen the last few weeks, I don't know how we how we get a win, to be honest. Mm. You know, Ross Hill, Jack DeBellin and Josh McGuire in it. Couldn't imagine uh, anything going wrong there. Uh, Paddy, what are your thoughts on New, new Brown? Um, I mean, obviously they're they're looking for a guy that can that can ball play in the middle. Um, and you know, if Hastings didn't uh, pick up that injury, then he'd obviously be finishing the year there. And you can you can see in our attack that we just haven't been able to make it work uh, in the last couple of weeks since Hastings uh, has been out. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what Brown does in the in the 13 jersey. Um, whether he can play 80 minutes in the in the middle like that, um, we'll have to see. But I'm I'm interested to see how it goes. Yeah, at uh, at this point, it's like, yeah, why not? Let's let's give it a crack. So, what have we got uh, to lose? Yeah, I think Joffa's Paddy. I reckon Joffa's better uh, served in the front row. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, to be honest, he's been our best player this season. I think our most consistent anyway. Mm. And I think wherever you put him in that forward pack, he's going to be able to have a really good output, and um, he'll put yeah. his best foot forward. So. Whether it's thirteen or um, yeah, in the front row, I'm I'm happy for him to play anywhere in that starting forward pack. Uh, interchange: Fennel Pohl, Austin Diaz, Jacob Little. So we've gone from having no Jake, no Jacob, to having both of them and New in the same side. So Jacob Little, um, they're obviously going to give Little and Simkin, um, yeah, time together. How many how many games do you reckon they've played together, Lids and Simkin? Rob, oh, can't be many. because uh, we've usually were, gone one or the other. Well, when when Madge was coach, it was just a straight out uh, change for the rest of the game. Like we weren't yeah. interchangeable. Well, it's been a while, twice. anyway. So yeah, I, I reckon I reckon probably if you include last year, maybe eight to ten. Yeah, uh, and then young uh, Kitioni Kotoga. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Rob, you predicted this last week. We would we noticed his name pop up um, outside the seventeen, but you said I bet he debuts against the Dragons uh, because why would you? I mean, it's lucky we didn't debut him in that game last week. My God! Uh, but I'm I'm keen to see this young, uh, yeah, young Fijian uh, get a crack. Do you know much about the kid, Paddy? No, to be honest, until we um, until we named him this week in our seventeen, I had never read his name. Um, but um, I've read a little bit about him and I've seen a few tweets about him during the week since we named him. And he, he looks like um, is he's going to be a very exciting prospect, and mm. hopefully he can make that step up in the first grade. I was watching a bit of highlights for him today. So he was a Sharks junior uh, in the SG SG ball before we brought him over last year. Um, yeah, he's had a, a few injuries this year, I believe, but um, skillful playing edge as a pass. I think it was in the video you sent uh, sent through as well, Rob. Just a beautiful cutout pass that he threw. And what's crazy, he's born 2002, so he can actually play Jersey Flag next year. That's like how young this kid is. So um, and I've written there on the graphic, he could be... I saw him... I literally saw him catch a bomb, and I'm like, yeah, he might be our Nanai. So, uh, 
yeah, he looks pretty pretty exciting prospect, this kid. What are your thoughts, Rob? Yeah, well, when we discussed him last week, um, I mentioned, you know, he's in the mould of uh, Tohu Harris. Uh, he's got great vision, as you said, like with the, the cutout pass. He's got the skill with the around-the-corner pass. Uh, strong runner of the ball. Uh, so, yeah, I, I hope he, he gets, a, you know, he gets a, enough game time this week uh, so that we get to see enough of him. Uh, I'm definitely happy he didn't play against the Roosters. I mean, mm. to be fair, he, he might have helped us if he played against the Roosters. But, you know, to debut, you know, and get a shellacking like that, I, I just don't think it would have been good for his confidence. But looking at that 17 this week, it, it, you know, we talk about being a development club. That's probably the closest team we've named to being a development team. Mm. So, so finally, we, we're starting to see, you know, a, a youthful team there and, you know, can it be any worse than losing by 66 points? So I'm, I'm glad the kids are getting a run. I just thought I'd include the graphic of our casualty ward at the moment. There's literally uh, 10 players. Of those 10 players, I don't know if you can see it, Rob, so I'll, and I'll read them out. So obviously, it's obviously Brooks, Garner, Tarmel, Mamalo, Bloor, Hastings, Safar. Uh, uh, did I say Talau yet? Talau. Twal and Stefano. Um, how many of those players play first grade? Most of them. Like, literally most of them. Definitely. I mean, I know Garner's going to Penrith, but Garner, Twal, Talau, Bloor, they, they'd all be there. I can't remember the other names you mentioned. I can't see them properly. I mean, obviously, they're going to run with Brooks. Uh, yeah, there's there's plenty there. I mean, Tamo, if he's part of our squad, he'd be in the team. Well, he's not. He's not going to play New South Wales Cup. So yeah, I, I think most of them, if not all of them, would be there. And you're probably looking across those eight players, maybe f- what five million dollars of players in there? Maybe. Uh, not, not so sure. You got ten players there, from what I can. Unless ten. I'm sorry, it is ten. Yeah, yeah, it is ten players. Sorry. Um, I mean, if it's five mil, five an average of five hundred each. Brooks is about a million. So, yeah, four to. Four to five mil, yeah, in there, um, as well as I just saw, uh, Marshall Mathers, aka Aaron Thompson, just dropped in. As how are you are uh, coping out in Orange, I, I saw. Um, is it snowing out there? Uh, we got a little bit of snow yesterday. Um, uh, it was snowing just as I left the house to go to work. But by the time I, I, I rocked up to work, it had stopped. Um, it tried very hard to snow again last night. We might've gotten a little bit, but yeah, not a whole lot. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. We're just previewing this week's game. Um, any, uh, I'll get you to add a little bit. Do you know much about Kitioni Katoga? Uh, no, only what you, um, the, the clips that you showed in last week's episode. That's all uh, right. Righto. Look good, though. The segment, everyone, in our preview episode, the preview, the segment that everyone looks forward to the most, uh, <laughs> Robster Drum, Robster, I mean, I struggle to say it now. Robster Adamus time, guys. Um, so the weather, 21 degrees, early showers, so should be uh, quite a warm track come 2 p.m. So, Rob, how many – a high-scoring high game are we thinking? I'm thinking a high-scoring game if the weather's good. 
Uh, if it's a if it's a dry surface, yeah, definitely a high scoring game. I think there'll be plenty of points uh, from both teams. To be fair, I think we've got more of an attacking team having New Brown there as a ball playing lock. Um, yeah, and I, I think yeah, I think we'll have a little bit of a bounce back, not too much, but I'm hoping, mate. What can you do? You just got to hope. <laughs> so Tigers paying three bucks, eight and a half start. Um, Dragons, a dollar forty. Paddy, are we any chance? at winning this game? Um, I would like to say yes. Um, you know, the confidence is rocking a little bit, obviously, after last weekend. But look, to quote Michael Maguire, the West Tigers are always in a fucking game. And um, I think you have, to put them, <laughs> you, have to, you have to give them some chance, I guess, against the Dragons. Uh, As, what are you feeling in this one? And are you looking forward to seeing Gussie on Sunday? I'm looking more forward to hanging out with Gussie than um, watching the actual rugby league on Sunday. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with all three of you, you, Rob, and Gussie. Oh, you point. guys as well, but Gussie. <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely keen for that. Um, yeah, four weeks ago, I probably would have been looking at tipping us after the performances against the Cowboys and the Broncos. Um, we looked like we'd, we'd go all right to finish the season. Um that's all gone up in flames now. Um, ironically, we're playing the Dragons. I think that was a <laughs> nice choice of words by myself there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think we have a chance, but I honest, I honestly think they're going to be a bit too good. Um, we've had the wood over them recently. They beat us earlier in the year, but we were playing decently um, when we played them earlier in the year. I think the teams shut up shop and pack their bags and they're ready for, they're ready for the off-season. So... If we if we score some points, I don't think it'll be too many. Um, yeah, but if we if we lose this one, then that's officially us locked in for the wooden spoon, regardless of what happens between the the Titans and the Knights. So I'm crossing my fingers that we can get a win, but I don't have high expectations. I'll be tipping mm. the I'll be tipping the Dragons probably about ten to fourteen points somewhere in that vicinity. I haven't made up my mind on it exact margin yet but it'll be somewhere around there i think mm. yeah i don't know playing i feel like the players have to after last week i mean the dragons have got nothing to play for the roosters had every like almost everything to play for they were playing for a top eight spot so the fact that the dragons won't be quite anywhere or won't be anywhere near the opposition the Roosters are, and like Rob said, changing new to lock, trying a few different things. I don't know. I feel like the players might come out and try to, uh, yeah, make make up for it and find some pride. Like, I think just getting – you can't have 70 points put on you and then, like, just lay down the next week. You often see uh, – does anyone remember where we lost to the Storm when they put sixty six on us last year? What was what was the game after that last year? Does anyone, anyone remember uh, off the top of their head? I'll I'll pull it up for you. Yeah, I think we might have got flogged. So my argument might be actually <laughs> wrong, but like just I'm, I'm I'm a lot of this is hope, but surely when you have seventy points put on you, the playing group surely just. And I know there's a lot of players out, but at the end of the day, they're still footballers and they're still playing, um, yeah, playing for contracts. And there's, there's kids coming in 
in the side that, yeah, they're trying to make a name for themselves. So, I don't know. If yeah, they so throw that, the ball around was, on a dry track. That was round 15, 66 to 16. We then got beaten by the Rabbits 38 to 22 the week after. There you go. We only lost by 16 the next week to the Rabbitohs. So, and they, they made the grand A 34-point so. turnaround. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, the I mean, the Rabbitohs, yeah, were a good side. So, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I, I, I'm going to the game on Sunday and I'm ex- not expecting a win, but thinking... I'll be disappointed if the play, if the players don't turn up and have a real crack at it, like because the dragons aren't playing for anything either. Um, come on, boys, just play some footy, throw the ball around, score some points, uh, give us something to cheer about. I I honestly think they will. Don't worry uh, about goals, just go for just go for tries. Yeah, just yeah, just like around. a trial, just wave wave the goal. Don't worry about goal kicking. Uh, Rob, is there any any try score predictions? I'll I'll get into the try score in a sec. I was just going to say okay. without team, without team, um, I'm just watching Ellery Hanley on the screen here at the moment, which is nice to see. Uh, yeah, with with us, if we start poorly, we're going to end up with the same thing as last week. We really need to be leading at half time, and, and have and have a good red hot crack, and have and by the time we go into the sheds at half time, have a little bit bit of belief going on because. You know, you guys are, are rightfully saying, like comparing last year when we lost to Melbourne and then losing to South by only 16, we've been programmed to just accept mediocrity. Like now, yeah. if we if we lost to Saints by 12 points, we'll say, oh, that's great. We've improved by, you know, 50-odd points. Like it, it shouldn't be like that, guys. It, it just shouldn't be like that. I, I think St. George are a little bit too experienced for us and they've got a lot of flair in their back line. Um, and anyone who watched the game last week against the Gold Coast, they were only winning by four points and they had a man put in the sin bin or sent off. Actually, he was sent off from memory. And I thought I would have put massive dollars on the Gold Coast to finish off the game from there. And then St. George put a few tries on them down a man to finish the game off. So mm-hmm. Saints have got a lot of attacking flair. Um, but I just, like, I don't know. I just, I just can't see us winning. Uh, in terms of try scorers, guys, I'm not going to actually, like, like name the exact combination. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tip St. George to win, but if you take anyone from their spine and their left center and their left winger, so that'd be Jack Bird and uh Matthew Feni because we're gonna have Junior Power go on the right wing and no offense to him, but when he had his one start against Brisbane last year, he missed something like eleven or twelve tackles. So mm-hmm. I don't think defensively he's great. He's gonna be partnered with Stafford Toa, who's not a great defender. So I can see St. George really directing a lot of traffic uh, to their left, our right, even though they've got the likes of Zach Lomax and uh, Moger on the other side. So, But I know their fullback's capable. Uh, Amon and Hunt are always good for a try. And uh, their new hooker, Sullivan, he looks really lively. So, you know, if you take a combination of, say, three of those six try scorers, I, I think, you'd, you know, you'll be pretty close to landing a same-game multi. You just reminded Ben Hunt. So it came out today that the Dragons have only offered him 700k for. Uh, so he's off contract. Ironically, when uh, Adam Jackson and Dane are at the end of next year, he turns. So 2024, he's 34, I think. He'll be 34 that year. Would you throw 
good money? I'll go. I'll ask you this, Paddy. Would you throw good money for Ben Hunt uh, at thirty-four and thirty-five years of age? Um, it's not really something I've considered for the Tigers. Um, I don't think I would, to be honest. I think once he once he yeah gets to thirty-four, thirty-five, especially playing in the halves, you lose a lot of you lose your legs a little bit. You're not as quick as you once were. Um, and I think that's one of Hunt's real strengths is his running game. I think as he gets a bit older, I think him transitioning into a into like a number nine would benefit his career. And um, obviously, with Appy coming to uh, to us next season um, and beyond, I don't know if Ben Hunt would be the most optimal signing. I mean, Daly Cherry Evans is he older than him? So, and he's still playing. I reckon Daly Cherry Evans probably still got a couple of years in him. The the bodies of a uh, of a half is a little bit longer. What about you, As? Yeah, I reckon you'd get a, a year or two out of out of Benny Hunt before the the body probably goes no more. Um, not not sure if we. I mean, I'd, we'd probably take him at the club at the moment, considering we'd we'd probably take anyone to be completely fair. But hmm. yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't say no, I wouldn't be overly keen on it. So it kind of on the fence, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Robert, a bit of an idea that I threw out in the uh, Patreon Discord today, just shooting the shit about this. What if we gave the Dragons Luke Brooks at half price if they gave us Ben Hunt in return? So we'd be looking at paying about a million and a half dollars next year for a halfback, but we're going to spend the money anyway. Uh, I actually didn't notice that, Josh, but I was just about to suggest that, believe it or not. Yeah, so oh, if, we could, if, we could get, if we could get Ben Ben Hunt next year mm-hmm. uh, and offload Luke Brooks, I'd take it in a heartbeat because Ben Hunt has been amazing this year. And to be yep. fair, his, his best position is hooker, as we see in State of Origin. But Origin. he can play back. He's got a brilliant kicking game. Um, he just seems to make the right decisions at the right time. So if we could nut out some sort of a deal, whether it was with Brooks or whether it was with another player within our club to somehow get him to us next year, uh, I'd take it in a heartbeat. Uh, Shane on Shane B on YouTube, so can't we just keep Jackson? We could have both. Get Jackson, keep Jackson playing, ball playing lock. So, I mean, within the club, they think he's not fast enough to be... Um, a half, so I, I don't know if they're going to give Jackson. It sucks that we never saw Jackson and Adam together. What's funny, uh, Josh? In the the, halves. The, this afternoon, I cheered myself up and I went to the Fox Cell Library and I put the our first win of the year against Parramatta on, and I watched the full game. I just I just needed to see what was so different about Saturday night as to compare to say round six. And mate, not only, like Hastings was amazing. Like everything he did was amazing. He moved at speed. He was putting cross kicks. Brooks, he looked really good with Hastings inside him. It was just great to see the team and the way they celebrated afterwards. It was just a really nice game to watch in full again and and, and live through it again. But I, I don't get why we don't give Jackson a run at seven. It's absolutely mind-boggling. I, 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 I accept that he's more like a lock, but at the same time, I feel like he's going to get more injuries playing lock. I just think give him a go at halfback. He's the best game manager we've got. And we can yeah. see how much we miss him when he's not in the team. So, yeah, I'd love to see him at halfback, but 
you know, I don't know. Tim Machines has got other ideas. How long is it till mid-March? What are we looking at? Six months? Like, it's just, it's going to be a long, long, like the off-season started for us five weeks ago. Like, it's just going to be such a long off-season. Uh, yeah, I think we all need a break, but yeah, I, I can't wait for, uh, yeah, the season to restart and all our injured players to come back. Just on the Facebook, Fredericks, can one of you blokes ask my boss to stop rostering me on at work when you guys are on doing podcasts? <laughs> Uh, can't your boss just let you listen while you're working? Why? Uh, what do you do for a work? For work, Fred? Just that's why they're podcasts. On... You can listen back to them anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's. I mean, it's so much more fun for those listening back. Um, and ninety five percent of our listeners do listen on delay, but it's good fun. The guys are pro- they provide great comments and they interact with us. So, uh, yeah, you you must. Yeah, get him to let it. Let him put put it on on speaker and hop hobble around the uh, the the wireless or the the iPhone or whatever you listen to the podcast on and listen to it to it while you work. So um, we appreciate everyone tuning in on a uh, a non podcast night. Patty, thanks for uh, for coming on and yeah, sharing your nofa nofa knowledge and uh, and passion. Thank you for moving away from the uh, the speedway that you were standing next to earlier in the show as well. No, it's always always a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's been good. We'll catch up soon. Might see you at uh, Leichhardt Oval um, yeah, on Sunday Sunday week. So, and you boys uh, and Gussie, yeah, like I said earlier, I can't wait to, um, yeah, to get back to the... It's been a while since I've seen live footy and... One of the best things, especially when your team's rubbish, it's just hanging around with, um, yeah, your, your mates and people suffering together. It's just not not the same swearing at the swearing at the TV. My wife telling me that the ref can't hear me. I can't wait to uh, come go and uh, swear at the referee and uh, the opposition as uh, as a team. So, uh, in the comments, Patty, I'm sure you know how we finish every single episode and yeah as we go into our second last game of the year boys as always go the tigers go the tigers go the tigers go the tigers for listening to another episode of the west life podcast as always we are sponsored by west ashfield leagues club and as well as MG Pump Solutions. If you could please subscribe if you'd love to hear us again. We're going to have episodes every twice a week, every week this season, Mondays and Thursdays. So we're going to, as the season rolls in, uh, be sure to catch us every week. And if you can, give us a like on the socials, so at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, search for Westlife Podcast on Facebook, and if you'd like to take part in the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. It's just a couple of bucks a month to help grow the show. We'll see you again next time on the Westlife Podcast.